0: What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Oz Hoopers TV. This week, uh, we're going to go through some of the all star voting and who I think is going to be all stars. I know it's coming up soon in Indiana. And we'll go through the Western Conference forwards, the Eastern Conference forwards, the Eastern Conference guards, and the Western Conference guards. Kind of give my thoughts on the all star voting, the fan voting, and who I think is going to be in the competition. And we'll also go into the last round of the NBL. Before we start, appreciate you guys listening. Make sure you're following us on whatever podcasting platform you guys are listening on, and make sure you're following us on our socials at Oz Hoopers TV. We missed last week's Fiery Friday because Bailey was away, um, but we're back this week. Weekly drop, Fiery Fridays, and hopefully our guest episode uh, kicks off this week. So, before we start, um, this week we had a huge um, tournament up in Brisbane. Uh, the Oz Hoopers takeover team was submitted. Um, and for those who don't know, Uh, We basically put a team together. We flew some guys out from Sydney um, and from Melbourne. Uh, We collaborated with a brand called Park Takeover Oz. I don't know if you guys saw the Cam Wilder when he came down here. He's an influencer in the States. He came out down here and did a park takeover. Um, And my guy Brefo, he kind of runs that brand along with the help of Hesh, who's helped me throughout the years. And he's been a a guest on this podcast as well. I'm a co-host of this podcast, sorry. Um, We decided to bring some of the biggest names in Australian basketball and junior basketball to submit them into a competition and hopefully more domestic competitions um, and potentially international competitions as well. Um, It was a huge success. Shout out to the Brisbane Classic, AAU, um, Dan and everyone else who put it together. And um, shout out to the boys, Roman, Tweedy, JP, Jaden Cecil, um, Tyrone, Connor O'Neill. I don't think I've forgotten anyone, but yeah. They played really well, um, it was fun to watch, the, they they won all games. I think they lost one um, after a quadruple game day, but uh, they backed it up against the same team in the morning and uh, won by 11 plus, so it was awesome to see um, and stay tuned for more. The team's called Oz Hoopers Takeover, follow us on our socials if you haven't already. Big things to come for that team, um, we're just getting started so stay tuned. Now let's get into the NBA um, All Star voting. Now the front court in the East, the the three of them make it. So that's small forward, power forward, and centers. Currently in the top three is Giannis Antetokounmpo with four point three million. Second is Joel Embiid with three point seven million, and third is Jason Tatum from the Boston Celtics with three point seven million. Now after those guys, there's a big dip from third and fourth. Fourth is Jimmy Butler, which is a little bit surprising to me. I know he missed a bit of time. He's got one point three. And then there's another dip to fifth, uh, Jalen Brown with 900000 The other names on the list, Julius Randall, Paolo Banquero, Bam, Orzingis, Mikal Bridges. I'm not going to argue this one. I think Giannis and, and Embiid and Tatum are all shoe-ins. All teams are doing really well. I think Embiid, I know he's missed a few games, but he's having one of those seasons where it's pretty unforgettable. Um, every game this season I've seen him play, He's going absolutely crazy and he's taken a massive step from what he was last season, in my opinion, whether that be because Harden left, less shots going up, but, or he just likes the fit of this new team better. But yeah, he's playing unreal basketball. Um, I think he should be first. He's first in MVP voting, but Giannis obviously is a huge fan favorite. So Embiid, I think out of the three of them should have the most votes, but yeah, I think those three are shoe-ins for the Eastern Conference front court. Now the guards, the top three are Tyrese Halliburton with two point seven. Second is a huge jump below. It's Trey Young with one point eight, and then Damian Lillard with one point seven. Below those guys is Donovan Mitchell one point three, Maxi a million, Brunson a million, Derek White five hundred thousand. The other three names at the bottom are Lamelo, Drew Holiday, Demar Rosen, Drew Holiday. That's very interesting. Um, yeah. So guards only two make it. Halliburton, Trey, Dame, Donovan look like they they're in the mix. Um, it's a pretty stacked. Pretty stacked little uh, guard conference in the East. Um, I'm going to say the top two are going to make it. I think Trey and Tyrese Halliburton. Um, I would argue Dame potentially, but he's had a few off games. Uh, Milwaukee are doing really great, but the numbers Trey and Tyrese are putting up, I don't seem to have a problem with them being in it. I think Trey Young is still getting overlooked for what he does. Now in the West front court, we got LeBron James first with 39 Nikola Jokic, second with 3.4. Kevin Durant, third with 3.4. And then a big dip again. Anthony Davis with 1.9. Um, yeah, I'm not going to argue with the first three. Jokic, Durant, LeBron James. Um, I don't think anyone else. The other names on the list, Paul George, Shangun is six, which is pretty crazy. Wembenyama, eighth. Chet, ninth. Sabonis, tenth. I don't, I don't think I'm going to argue. LeBron James obviously has been one of the best players or if not the best player in the league for 20 plus years. Uh, Jokic is second in MVP voting, and Kevin Durant, what he's been doing, and to be able to stay on the court like he has, uh definitely deserves it. Kevin Durant absolutely blitzed. Who did they beat the other day? The Suns. Uh, they beat someone today, maybe maybe Indiana. Uh, they absolutely killed them, and Durant had thirty. Beal had twenty five. Booker had twenty six. Um, so Suns are looking pretty scary. So yeah, those three are shooing, in my opinion. Um, and in the guards, it's Luka Doncic with 3.2, Curry with 2.6. Right on Curry's tail is Shea with 2.3. And then there's a massive dip down to 700,000. And below is Harden, Kyrie, Ant, Fox, Morant, Booker, Reeves. Um, um, I don't think Curry deserves it. I know he's playing good basketball personally, but his team is about 10th, 11th, or 12th. Uh, Luka Doncic, obviously, he's going to be a shoe-in. But uh, Shay Gildress is third in MVP voting uh, for what he's done with OKC. I think they're first or second now. He's playing incredible basketball. I think he needs to be a starter, and hopefully the media votes get him in there. I think Curry off the bench is pretty fair. So that's the only change I'd make with the votings. I think everything's got it right. I would change Shay for Stephen Curry. I'd bring Curry off the bench, which is absolutely crazy to say. If you said that to someone two years ago, they would they would find you delusional, in my opinion. Now, quickly getting into the NBL ladder. Uh, Melbourne are sixteen and six, still on top. Perth are one game behind, fifteen and seven. So they've almost caught Melbourne now. Tasmania are third, twelve and eleven. Uh, and between here and tenth, there's about three games or three wins within each other. Brisbane have shot up to fourth, above the Sydney Kings. Um, I think they won four in a row. They lost to Perth in a big loss, uh, but they bounced back and beat the Cairns Taipans my bad. Um, Tyrell Harrison's playing really good basketball. he's playing good basketball. Um, I think they, Prather and someone else missed a game last week. They still came out and won that. Um, really good basketball from Brisbane. Honestly, I've been watching the NBL for about six, seven years now, maybe, maybe five or six. Uh, got into it pretty late, but I've been a bullet supporter. Obviously, I'm, I'm based in the Gold Coast, so there's no team on the Gold Coast yet, but so I have to support Brisbane, but I kind of lost a little bit of of love for the bullets this year because I didn't really like what they did with the roster. I thought they ran it back with kind of a worse team and less talent. Um, this is obviously before they got Prather, but um, I was a little bit worried um, just with the talent on the team. And they've just they've got one of the best defenses in the league. They're out hustling teams. It looks like they kind of gave Soby a bit of room, and it's kind of working really well for them. And they're they're just out hustling teams, and it's it's crazy to see. And they're fourth now, and it looks like they're going to make the not only the top six, but the top four for the first time in I don't know how long. It's got to be at least six years. Um, but yeah, shout out to the Bullers at 12 and 12. Job's not finished. They've still got to close the season out. I think there's about seven or six games left. Cairns, 11 and 13. At, uh, sorry, Sydney Kings, fifth at 11 and 12. Um, not playing very good basketball. Just got beaten by Perth this week. Did they bounce back and win? No, they lost. Yeah, they lost to Perth. They had one game. Bryce Cotton out playing Jalen Adams. Uh, Cairns came six with 11 and 13. Breakers just outside, 9 and 12. Illawarra, same record, 9 and 12. Adelaide, 9 and 14. South are now below Adelaide, 9 and 14. Um, The thing with Southeast is they're kind of crumbling. Alan Williams is out for a few weeks now. Gary Brown's been in and out of the lineup. Um, Alan Williams obviously missed the first half of the season. They had a switch up and they're just not playing good basketball. The, the team's not deep enough. Their role players aren't stepping up. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm just really not sure about Southeast at full strength. Maybe we saw them in the top four early in the season, but you know, their past few losses have just been kind of embarrassing. Like you, you lose to Perth last week by 21, who'd they play this week? Southeast lost to Adelaide by 25. And then they follow that game up and lose to the breakers by 31 so, yeah, it looks like the team is giving up a little bit. It might be the end of Mike Kelly's run in Southeast Melbourne, one and done, I think. Maybe maybe he's two and one, but I'm pretty sure they had Simon Mitchell last year, not the year before. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what Southeast do. Maybe it's time for Creeky to move. Who knows? But hopefully they keep... I think they fumbled not bringing Kyle Adnam back. I mean, he went to Illawarra. I mean, when you lose a lot of players and you need something off the bench, I think Kyle Adnam going back to Southeast would have been a great fit. Um, but he's gone back to Illawarra, so not too sure what's going on with Southeast. Another thing in the NBL this week, Homicide brought up a topic. Who's going to be coach of the year? Is it going to be Dean Vickerman or John Reilly? Now, those teams are doing really, really great. Um, I think maybe you look to Justin Tatum, potentially, from from what he switched around. Um, you know, Jacob Jacobus, um, I don't know how he coaches. I, I can't judge what he does, but he had five wins in his whole career with the Laura Hawks and Justin Tatum got that within six games, um, with the Hawks, or even, I think they went five and zero at the start of their little run after getting him as a coach. So, um, what he's done with that team and how he's energized it. And, you know, they're going to extend his little contract after this season, if he's not already extended. Um, so shout out to Justin Tatum. I think he should get a look, but, um, I think it should go to the Brisbane Bullets head coach Schiller. Um, he, for, for the talent on this team, comparing it to like Tasmania, Perth, Melbourne, you know, even New Zealand, um, and Southeast for them to be in the mix, you know, fourth scraping on third. Um, if you showed someone this round 16, that they would be above Sydney bringing Jalen Adams back, who came over here, one MVP, one NBA finals and the NBA finals, MVP, oh, sorry, NBL finals and the NBL finals, MVP, um, for them to be up against them with the talent they had at the start of the season. Uh, I think people would be pretty shocked. I, don't know, I know me and Kyle did our preseason predictions. I think we had Bullets ninth, um, which is kind of crazy. So shout out to the Bullets. I think he needs to be mentioned. I haven't seen his name being thrown around too much, but yeah, um, I think that needs to be considered. In the NBA, Paddy Mills got some minutes for the Hawks finally. Uh, he had 18 minutes. I think he dropped 11 points. A so shout out to Paddy Mills. do continues to play pretty good these past five games for him. I don't know about the last one, but before that, he's been playing really good basketball. Um, OKC is still killing it. Uh, Pelicans are still killing it with Dyson Daniels. Um, and the NBA is coming to almost midseason. I think it might be midseason now. Um, so, you know, there's a lot that can change from now and then. So we'll see what happens. Shout out to you guys for listening this week. We appreciate it. Only a quick episode. We'll be back Friday morning with Fiery Fridays. Um, let us know what questions we should have. There should be a story going up on our socials, so make sure you let us know. Um, We appreciate you guys listening. Make sure you're following us on our socials at TV and whatever podcast streaming platform you guys are listening on. We appreciate it and we'll catch you next week.